At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the biggest games of the football season are coming and bet rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push for your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by BetRivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I am your host, Ryan Rothstein. I uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in, as always. And uh, this episode's going to be a good one. Get your popcorn ready. We have a guest that will be joining me for uh, this edition of the CityCast at Kill Kenny. K I I L Kenny. Uh, hashtag Mooney Gang. Kenny is from the Philadelphia area, a Penn State guy, Cardinal O'Hara guy. That's his high school. A lot of the uh, Philadelphia peeps out there are f- very familiar. Uh, and and Kenny has exploded onto the scene here with uh, some of his massive parlay hits that he's had. So I want to get into his strategy. What was the turning point for him talk some philly sports we're going to touch on a little bit of everything it's a great conversation so uh let's let's get to it right enough of me blabbing on setting it up let's just get right into the good stuff uh here's my conversation with kill kenny enjoy all right so i'm excited to get into it as uh you heard on the intro there uh we have a we have a special guest Uh, special is probably a weird way to use it but i'm excited for our next guest here on this episode uh, Kenny at Kill Kenny, two eyes, K I I L Kenny. So, I mean, I'm not the smartest man in the room, but I'm guessing there's some South Park history behind that, with, of course, his name being Kenny. I don't know. Two plus two doesn't always equal four, but um, we're going to get him to introduce himself and, and go through his background and, and why he's here. And, and if you don't already know about him, he has uh, what was described to me as a rabbit following. Um, and he certainly, he certainly does have one. He has a big following on, on Twitter, social media, Twitch, um, and he's had some monster, monster parlays cash. So we need to try and steal whatever he's doing 
so I can win some damn money and you guys out there can win some damn money. Um, he's a Philly native. We'll get into where he's from and, and we'll just uh, shoot the you know what. So let's bring him into the conversation now. We'll have some fun. Kenny, thank you so much for uh, wasting a few minutes of your time with us, man. Oh, Ryan, no problem at all, man. And a special is fine. My mom has always said I'm a, I'm a special little boy. So I feel like we're, we're leading in here perfectly. <laughs> Wait, but, my uh, mom used to say that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. What, are we brothers? Is that, is that I think what's happening we just, here? I think we just became best friends, yeah. Um, so just take the floor, man. Like, get, give the listeners just your background, um, where you're from. I know you're a Philly guy, so we can maybe start with that, and then we'll get into the betting, obviously, of course. Yeah, man. So, uh, again, kill Kenny, but Kenny's fine. Uh, Kenny McAndrus, um, born and raised in wonderful Delaware County, so... Watched a lot of Mayor of Easttown. Was looking for looking for some local, uh, you know, local landmarks. But from from Delco, went to Cardinal O'Hara, went to Penn State, and since then I've you know moved back with the Maniunk for a little bit. And now I, I actually I live in Center City. Uh, my wife and I live down on South Street. So nice. Delco raised and haven't ventured too too far. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're in the thick of it there. I have a lot of family members that went to Penn State from the Northeast area. I'm I'm familiar with Cardinal O'Hara. I'm I'm in South Jersey, but. Uh, you know, born and, and raised for a few years of my life up in Philly. But um, I'm a Sea Isle guy too. So South Jersey has a very, very special place in my heart. Don't worry. Where's your Where's your go to spot in Sea Isle slash down the shore? Uh, the Ocean Drive. There's yeah. There's the Ocean okay. Drive, and then there's 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 everything else. It's it's OD or die. Exactly. Um, I have some very forgettable nights at at the OD because uh, it, it escalated quickly. But um, <laughs> so, all right, you're a Philly guy, and and we'll get your thoughts on the Eagles and some 76ers talk. Unfortunately, maybe Ben Simmons at some point as well. But you're here because you have hit some massive, massive parlays. The likes of Darren Ravel, who I've been fortunate enough to have on the show, um, ha has picked up. And whenever those outlets pick it up, you, you know you're you're sort of a big deal. And and <laughs> your smaller bets now that you post are still massive scores. But um, I, before we get to some of the ones in particular that I'm referring to, just let us know how you got into sports betting and then what was the point or maybe the bet that transitioned you from, ah, I'm just screwing around to, oh, crap, I might be good at this and maybe I can, you know, live off of this. So, look, I've been, you know, I've been gambling my entire life. Like, the family game is poker. Like, I grew up mm -hmm. playing, you know, playing poker at the kitchen table. It's just, it's that, it, it, that's, it's in my blood no matter yeah. what, right? And just, you know, over, over the years, I've, I've always had this passion to do something in, in either sports media that's that's gambling related whether whether it was a, a full-time thing or just 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 sort of like a hobby so it started with like i used to be very heavy into into daily fantasy so i used to like i started out just writing blogs on google docs and then i would just share that i would tweet the links out and that was sort of my intro into attempting to do some kind of sports gambling content uh i i realized dfs wasn't really wasn't really for me i felt that there was a more attackable market with player props. I feel like a, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, you started to see a lot more, particularly in the NBA, books were starting to offer a lot more player props that just historically weren't offered before. Like if you wanted to prioritize a player, DFS was the way to do it. Now, you know, betting props just became more available. So I got more heavily into that. And what happened was essentially once, once COVID really, really hit, everyone's quarantined and everyone is sort of just home twiddling their thumbs. I'd always had a, a weird passion for Twitch, uh, the, the live streaming platform. I'm a gamer at heart. I'm a nerd at heart. And 
you know, with the explosion of Fortnite and stuff, I really got into the Twitch scene. I thought it was awesome. Like, I played a lot of Fortnite. I watched a lot of Twitch. I was a big fan of Ninja. And to tell you the truth, even at, like, you know, age 25, I'm sitting here like, you know, if I could stream on Twitch one day, that would be really, really cool. Like, it's just, it was something I always thought would be a, a cool little hobby to do. So I, I pretty much built, like, a little bit of a setup during COVID. And my plan was, look, once, you know, if sports ever come back, I'll have a, I'm going to try to do this sort of like rinky dink show on Twitch. So when the NBA bubble came back, I did a few live streams on my Twitch channel. I had like 15 to 20 people watching and I was ecstatic. Like I saw I had 20 <laughs> yeah. viewers and I, you know, I yep. compared to the one I had, which was just myself on my phone, watching myself play Fortnite. I was, <laughs> I was jacked up, man. And yeah. what happened was, I think it was our second or third show. It was the Miami Heat versus the Celtics. It was like the, the opening, opening round of the playoff series in the bubble. And I gave out a, I gave out like a parlay on my Twitch channel. It was like 10 bucks to win 1500 and it hit. And of course the, the 30, 40 people that were watching, they told all of their friends, you know, tickets went viral on Twitter. And then my next show I had 150 and I was like, Oh, like, okay. Okay. And now like from right. there, it, 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 it ebbed and flowed, but that was sort of the first like stamp of legitimacy. It yeah. helps when you hit something like that on your, on your of third course. show. I mean, you can't come out of the gate swinging. So that, that got me off the ground. And then the first really big hit that I, I think sort of, added that again that next level of legitimacy that to me was like okay this could get maybe a little more serious i hit a parlay for like 14 grand uh that October, the, the same the same playoffs it was if you remember the the mavericks versus the clippers luca hit that step back that yes. like the game winning step back in overtime yes i needed that fourth three and i needed the mavericks to win as like a, as a piece of a 14 oh. grand parlay so that that was the one that i think put me on the map a little more and sure. then from there, I mean, I just, I started to stream as much as I possibly could. I still had a full-time job that I was essentially hiding a Twitch stream from just trying to grow <laughs> and maintain this, this sort of new following that, you know, I, I wasn't expecting that, yeah. that quickly. Fast forward a, a year later, I mean, we're, you know, probably 16 months since this whole thing started. And it's just every day I wake up, man. And it's just, it's, 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 it's crazier than the previous one. And I'm just trying to take it in stride. It's been incredibly fun i feel very blessed to be able to do something like this and again it, it helps when you get to hit some some pretty crazy parlays and bank away some money i mean that makes it makes it all worthwhile oh my goodness yeah uh we're talking with kenny at kill kenny two eyes k-i-i-l kenny um so i'm guessing you quit your job i have not so i actually um, yeah, good for you um I'm pretty honest with most of my employees about what I'm doing. Like, I won't even get into what I do, but all you need okay. to know, like, I'm in like the, the technology sort of like sales marketing space. Okay. All of my clients know what I do. They all follow me. Most of them are in my Discord and subscribe. They think this is it's probably cool. It's probably helps you. It it gets me more business in my real job right. than it would be if I was, you know, scouring LinkedIn and doing whatever <laughs> my boss wants me to do. So for now, yes. it's working. Between you and me, I don't necessarily need the job, at least right this very second, but I have no idea where my, you know, my Discord business, and I, I don't know where this goes two months from now. Like, it's going great now. It's hard to really forecast sustainability. So to have the job and the health benefits and, yeah, you know, nice. whatever else on the back end, well, well, you know, not feeling like a scumbag. Like, I'm still doing my job. I'm not just collecting pay and hiding, but it, right. it, it makes it a little easier. It takes the pressure off, and, it, it again, it allows me to just sink more time into you know, what I really want to do. 
and your space, it seems like you're able to work from home. And, and now the, the one positive, there's no positive from COVID, but what has resulted from COVID is the remote work from home. And it seems like you already could have been doing that to an extent, but I'm sure it's full-time uh, remote for you now. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. And, and like the fact that sports betting has become so popular, it has taken off just like you've taken off in a sense, Kenny, where there's no such thing as like the, the bad perception of betting. Everyone's doing it and that doesn't make it any, any better, you know, not that, you know, well, if everyone's jumping off a bridge, as our mothers would say, it's not necessarily a good thing, but it's out of the shadows is my point. So your clients or whoever you're working with in the day to day, that's a different outlook than it was even maybe like a year or two ago. Right. I mean, look, it's, I, I look at sports betting almost in the exact same light that you look at like, sort of like like marijuana legalization like look at mm -hmm. the look at the perception of that five years ago to today yes and it's like five years ago you, you had to hide it and be weird and you had a book you had a bookie you had to text and you had to meet up and it was just there was yeah. aside from the perception there was just some like some shady nature that sort of just went along Very with much. it fast forward it you know you know, you know to today and you've got your you know, your grandparents have their you know their 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 electronic marijuana pen that they're hitting at christmas so like <laughs> right. the world is very different than it used to be and i think with with sports betting especially you you watch it's not even just from watching like sports channels like I, over the over the holidays I spent a lot of time with my nieces they're watching like nick jr or whatever and even on, mm -hmm. on nick jr you're getting like bet rivers commercials you're getting just unlimited yeah. gambling commercials everywhere and it's just it's everywhere right now and in the fact that it's still not fully legalized across every state that just shows like how much bigger this this is still going to get like this is just this is just the beginning and that's crazy to think about to look at it where it is today compared to just just two years ago like where this is in 2024 i mean who knows yeah it's um it's awesome right and it's it, it's afforded people the opportunity like me like you in in different ways to make it part of our our lives meaning our our careers it's it's been it's been great and as you said kenny it's just getting started so all right you hit a ten dollar bet uh, $10 parlay for 1500 Then you hit a crazy uh, $14,000 payout for the uh, that uh, Luka game, as you mentioned. Fast forward to where you are today, and we'll get to some of the other big bets that that uh, also has helped you, you grow in popularity. But w what's your plan now? You sort of already just implied you're going to, you're taking it day by day. You don't really know you're having fun with it, but um, 24,000 followers on Twitter. I know you have a very strong Twitch following, uh, in right around 10,000, maybe a little bit less, but what's your business plan or are you just keeping it light? Uh, fill us in. So right now my primary business is, is my discord. So I have a, like a premium discord channel at, you know, moonshot HQ for the, it's the home of the Moody gang. And okay. that, that's my business. So like I wake up like every ounce of energy is spent on making my discord as 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 good as it possibly can be and that's you know 99 percent of that is give good advice give out good picks but give out good information and just like yes. i want to be able to like, talk through my thought process and that's why the extension of the twitch makes that even better because i can put my picks on my discord i can type up my blog work and stuff and then on, and then on twitch you can see me in person and you can mm -hmm. sort of hear me walk through each game like i want to be as just transparent as possible show people yeah. how you know how my sauce is made and you know if it's if it's for you that's it so right now that's the goal every morning is to make my discord and make the the members of the mooney gang you know give them as as many chances to be profitable and as many chances to, to hit these crazy bets with me and i i don't see that changing anytime soon to tell you the truth i didn't expect it to 
grow at the rate that it grew even in the last month like i've had this discord now since april of last year and it's been it's been phenomenal it's it, it's been everything and, and more than i than i could have expected it to be and then it quintupled in the span of like four weeks and that wasn't something that myself i have i have seven moderators that like i i, I pay on a monthly basis that help me run it wow. they're, they're like my my second in command this wow. the eight of us just ha had a call two weeks ago and, just, and we're just like okay uh well, we got to talk about this because this this wasn't part of the the journey. Like we weren't really yeah. even in our wildest dreams. Like nobody believes in myself more than me. Nobody likes patting myself on the back more than I do. And yeah. I, I sat there and just went, I you know this is incomprehensible. So the last month has been nothing short of just spectacular. I got to be honest. Good for you, man. It's awesome. Um, it, let me ask you this now: where? Where's your bread buttered? You know, I don't want you to give out too much of how the sauce, as you said, is uh, is made and all the ingredients, but just on a broad level, like wh where is your niche? It seems like from a distance, your your player props, your NBA player props sprinkled in with NFL player props and then just, you know, NBA, NFL, pretty much scope across the board. Uh, but y you tell me. It's... M NBA player. Oh, I would just say broadly, NBA, NFL, golf, and with the NBA okay. and NFL, it's love golf. Ninety-five percent player props for both, and you know, I'll occasionally have a lean or a strong opinion on a team or or a total, but it's it's pretty rare. I'm my my entire research process and just sort of methodology here is targeted towards finding you know low value, like high value, diamond in the rough types of, of player props. Like if you've ever seen the Big Short. I always sort of compare it to like the two guys that have like the hedge fund in the garage and they pretty much just like it's they're they're looking for like very unlikely things and it's just low risk very high reward that's been my betting strategy for the better part of you know a couple of years now and i think i truly believe it's it's the best strategy i mean i've had success with it but it's sure. but it's not for everybody you have to be able to well i think two things both with gambling as a whole like it has to be fun and it has to be something that you can afford to do go yeah, into all of this go yeah. into all this with the assumption you're going to lose money and mm -hmm. if you're comfortable with that then that's great if you're trying to get yourself out of a jam because of something else like this this isn't for you and right. i really try to emphasize that with my strategy in particular because you know, when it's when it's hot, it's hot, but you need to be able to sustain maybe two, three weeks of just nothing but nothing. L's because yeah. we're like we're not trying to chip away at it every day. That's just not how my strategy works. You have to be able to withstand the cold streaks to get yourself to, you know, one of the one of these major hits. And not everybody has the bank goal to be able to do that. And that's okay. Like that's not like it's not for everybody. But I I target mostly like higher value player props. For NFL, I can tell you. Very specifically, after week three, I pretty much had one type of bet that I did, and, and that was really it. And that was two touchdown props. Guys, the score twice. The odds on, on those are always juiced to the absolute moon. Now, look, scoring in the NFL is hard. Scoring yeah. twice is, is very hard. I think one thing that, you know, any sports book, I think, has sort of missed the mark on a little bit is the – the odds of somebody scoring a second touchdown, I think if you're going to bet on somebody, like I think Jordan Howard is the perfect example. One of our huge hits was Jordan Howard when he scored twice against Detroit, like, you know, four or five weeks ago. Yeah. He was 50 to one to score twice. I looked at it like, look, I, I think I, I think it was 50 to one to score twice and he was five to one to score once. My view is this. If Jordan Howard scores a touchdown, he's never it's never going to be a fluky play. He's not going to break a 50 yard run. He is yeah, a they're, just, they're at the goal line. They're at the goal line. And he's out there and they're giving him. So if he scores once, that tells you, okay, Jordan Howard is getting goal line touches and they're feeding him the ball. If 
if that's sort of like the implied thought process, well, then if he scores once, the odds of him getting a second one shouldn't be 50 to one. It should be, I don't know, maybe maybe 20 to one. Like, yeah. if you want if you want to charge me more for his one individual touchdown because, you know, it's Jordan Howard. He hasn't scored all year. He might not see the field. There's risk there. Yeah. But I think you have to look at your two touchdown bets under the assumption that they've already scored once. And I think when you look at it like that, certain players stand out more than others. Like, I think backup running backs are guys that we made a lot of money off of this year because I think there is just a different sort of implied odds for them to get in a second time if they've already gotten in. And I know it's, you know, that might be a little too no. in-depth and scientific for, for no, a, uh, a podcast here. But, like, Jordan Howard was one. And I think the week two, our huge one was Zach Moss. He had two garbage-time touchdowns, like, in the fourth quarter, and he was 90-1 to 1 to get in twice. And that just felt like a gift. Like, I, I can... I will put ten bucks on that, like a hundred times out of a hundred, because he's got to do it. You got to do it what once out of ninety for it to be profitable, and it's been profitable by a wide margin. <laughs> you're you're not going to get too quote analytical or, or scientific here. I mean, this is what we're we're about um, on the Citycast. We're backed by Bet Rivers and uh, Vicent Vegas Sports and Information Network. And this is all about providing information, like you said, and trying to help people, um, you know, make informed, educated bets to obviously try and pad your, your, your pockets, so to speak a little bit. And, you know, there's some of the old schoolers out there. Some of the guys that I've been doing this for 30 years every day. And I'm telling you the only way that you can make money and sustain success is, by straight, doing the exact opposite bets. of what you're doing. doing yes. straight, you're doing straight bets. And I, look, Your I, thoughts. I get the philosophy around that. I don't think that's inherently wrong. But I think it, if, if that's what you believe, then you need to be more specific. Because I would argue if you're making your living just betting straight bets, then you at least set the floor of what your price can be. I think if you're putting out 15 minus 130 straight bets, like – are you really gonna? Are you really hitting at an eighty percent clip to justify the smaller profits you're bringing in, and justify the amount of time and energy that you've put into your research that's got you into these? Like, I, I think that's one part of the equation that people just sort of miss is like the value of your time and the value of your effort related to all of this. There's a lot of you know a lot of really great handicappers on Twitter that I, that are that are really trying to sort of you know stamp their name in the space and mm-hmm. and and that, that focus mostly on straight bets and yep. when their tickets are with you know their card that they tweet out it's a lot of minus 130 minus minus 140 just a lot of yeah. a lot of chalk and there's nothing wrong with eating the chalk occasionally but if if your average price is minus 130 then your hit rate better be incredible if yeah if it's you, tough to make a profit attention. there yeah yeah like I look I I get the philosophy that parlays or whatever like are inherently bad money and the books want people to do that and i think for the average better i I totally agree with that but i think if you're somebody that can find an edge and and has a way to do it i i just i think if you're going to put this much if you're going to put the amount of time and energy that someone like i do puts into the data and the thought process and all of this like for you know to make two units a day i just that i'd rather lose 50 units to make 200, you know, two weeks from now. Now my situation might be different because I've got a, I'm blessed with a bit of a different bankroll because of past success. And that's not the case. And, you know, you you have to also just be willing, like, Hey man, it's gambling. You got, you have to be able to get lucky occasionally, even in poker. I'm I'm a huge poker player. Like you want to win a tournament. Well, don't get unlucky. (laughs) Step one. Don't get unlucky. You have to take a risk at some point, run good. And you got to win a couple of flips. And if you, Mm -hmm. if your entire strategy is to avoid, those types of situations will like you're, you're just you're just going to bleed out and i think 
that's the same way I see people that, that just focus on straights. I think betting straights is a good thing. I think it's good for bankroll management. I think it's just, it's sort of the fundamental where all of this gambling starts. But I think the blanket idea that straight betting is king and, you know, chasing juice is long-term unprofitable, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> um, I want to put you on the spot for a second. Can you give us an example of a stupid parlay and a smart parlay? Oh man! All right. Here, so I would say this: this is this is a, this is a smart parlay, but it's it was taking advantage of. I wouldn't call it a glitch, but I would say it was taking advantage of a situation that I don't think that they intended to be able to bet on. So it was just the, okay. it, 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 yeah. I, I I forget what book it was. It doesn't matter. All right. Um. It was a two-leg parlay. It was Jakeem Grant to score a touchdown, and it was the Chicago Bears defense or special teams to score a touchdown. Like, those two things that happened. Grant touchdown, Bears defense or special teams touchdown. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be able to parlay those two together because Grant's the, ki Grant's the kick returner and punt returner. He also plays a little bit of wide receiver. He'll get some snaps a game, but he's their punt returner. If he houses a punt, you knock out both of those legs. That's... Uh -huh. And look, it's he, he can score without scoring a punt. He caught a touchdown, I think, sure. in back-to-back -back weeks. But I, that's a smart parlay. You're essentially, you know, quintupling the value of a Grant touchdown when, you know, 80% of his touchdowns will come from a punt return or a kick return anyway. And that was, up until two weeks ago, that was the biggest hit of, of the season by far. We had a Grant touchdown, Grant special teams touchdown. It was the Sunday night game. They played, uh, it was like three, four weeks ago. The irony was... Was like that, that the December nineteenth one, the big boy? Uh, uh, no. Sick with, okay. That was that. Uh, that was the week before. Actually, no. That, I think that was that was the nineteenth. It was it was like forty eight grand. <laughs> yes, I saw that. The yeah. irony was ah, just forty eight. Nothing, yeah. nothing big. Yeah. The funny thing was, and the Barrios one we'll get into too. Like the idea was to pair that the kick returner with the special teams touchdown and knock out both of the run one back. Grant caught a swing pass and then housed it for 70 yards on like the second play of the game. So we're like, okay, it's not really how we drew it up, but all right, the Grant touchdown's knocked out. Well, now we just need like, we, like to root for a special teams touchdown. is a, it's, it's a weird way to watch a game because you're rooting for a pick six yeah. and you're rooting for a kick return. And then he ended up housing a punt return uh, before, right before halftime anyway. So he scored twice awesome. and he knocked, he knocked those out. So I'd call, that a, I'd call that a smart parlay. I think a dumb parlay, and I see this a lot, is when people try to take like four or five what they call gimmies or very easy, easy, easy money lines. Like yeah, money line parlays. They yeah. yeah. They stack five minus two twenty money lines to get, you know, a, a four to one. I think that is an incredibly dumb parlay. It's, yeah. it, and depending on the sport, it's like exceptionally dumb. If you're yeah. doing it for, you know, a sport like NBA where the variance is just outstanding on, on any given night, you want to limit the amount of legs you have as, as humanly possible. Pick two or three plus money things and put them together. If you're stacking four, gimme legs to try to get a little juice i think you're it's better off it, there's, there's no such thing as a gimme and if yeah. your goal is to get a four to one payout i think there's 10 other ways to do it before you just take five easy money lines so i think that's right. that's a dumb parlay and i see a lot of people live off of those and you know it, it works until it doesn't I, I think that's a great point it's you're better off you know like like i took the arizona cardinals uh plus 250 to to beat dallas the other day 
right? Like, so that's, you know, let's say a hundred dollar bet pays out two fifty. I'd rather just make that bet than do a three leg minus two fifty each bet that pays out two twenty five. Now you need three separate things to happen. And as we all know, especially this year in the NFL and just life in professional sports, it's really tough for three separate things to go your way, especially straight bets. And it's not even like you need these three things to happen. It's like the more things you need to happen, you just open the door to like a hundred different possibilities that could that could now ruin this for you. Like it's right. the you're just overexposing yourself to, you know, the nature of weird uncertainty in gambling. And I think yeah. just stacking legs for the sake of doing so, I think is just it's there's like that's there's no analytics or there's no data into that strategy. That's just you clicking stuff until you get a price <laughs> right. you like. <laughs> yeah, how can I get to five to one? Uh, just blindly clicking things. That's uh, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. All yeah. right, let's uh, let's get to the big boy. Um, this was the one that Darren Ravel, I believe, actually tweeted out, and I love the direct message that you posted. That was savage and and awesome and good for you. Um, but I I'll just do a brief setup, and then I'll let you take this. Um, sixteen sixteen forty two was the wager amount uh, to win just over just under 102,000 um that is certainly uh, a big deal that's certainly a game changer for what you're trying to do and and grow your brand so to speak so uh you you fill us in on on all the rest Kenny please so similar to the grant situation that i just described the bet was Braxton Berrios touchdown New York Jets special teams or defensive touchdown so same idea look Berrios can score without a special teams, but the goal is, hey, if he returns a punt, returns a kick, you knock out both. The reason I bet that much, because, like, after, after the dust settled and it hit and we, we started, we, we finished partying and stuff, the first thing, my wife and parents are like, okay, but, like, now let's talk about why you put $1,600 on this. Like, is this yeah. something you do? Like, I get you're making money and blah, 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 but, like, is, like, I hope you're being careful. Mm -hmm. I've never bet that much in my entire life. That is the single highest wager that I've ever placed. It'll be the single highest wager that I that I've placed probably like for for this year. Like I'll throw five hundred down. I've thrown a thousand down like once or twice because of a Kenny. Spot. I'm surprised. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to cut you off because the listeners would rather hear you right now. Same with me. But I'm surprised they even accepted that bet. I I couldn't believe they I couldn't believe they did. I was okay. Go here's ahead. what here's what happened. I love the bet anyway, but I put this in at like probably 1.30 in the morning, Saturday night, like Saturday night into Sunday. I put it in really late in the back of an Uber. And the only reason that I sent it for that much, I already had Berrios and Jet Steve like sort of circled. I knew that I was going to bet it the next morning. I knew it was going to put it in my Discord. Like I, it was just, I knew I liked it. So it wasn't like I got wasted and, you know, right. went nuts, right? I, I knew that I liked it. I was inclined to, to unload a little bit when, on that Saturday night, it was a Saturday before Christmas, we're at a family Christmas party. I had two parlays that I put in my Discord that I essentially had written off as dead. I checked it once. I'm not trying to be on my phone too much. They were just dead in the water. I get my Uber to go home at one in the morning, and I've got five grand in my FanDuel account. I'm like, oh, uh, well, I didn't really... <laughs> didn't expect this. I look, and, like, Dean Wade hit three threes, I think, in the last, like, two and a half minutes. So, like, all right, I'm a little more flush with my budget right. tomorrow than, than, I, than I was planning on it. So... I knew I wanted to do the Berrios play, you know, and I've always liked Berrios. My dad went to Miami, so like I got a little bit of uh, you know emotional connect there. So I was gonna put uh -huh. a I was gonna put a thousand on it. It was like a thousand to win like seventy grand. I'm like, oh, all right, might as well. at this yeah. point you might as well. And if you look at the ticket, if you sub if you subtract my wager from the payout, like the the payout was like a hundred thousand dollars and like twenty five cents. It was I gotcha. did it so it exactly got it there. Right. So it was Berrios to score Jets defensive touchdown. 
Berrios scores on like a jet sweep on their opening drive. They ran actually, and it's funny, he scored on this exact play this past Sunday too. They ran the Philly special. Exactly. They ran the Philly special exactly. And uh, Wilson wasn't open. And then Berrios just tucked it and just ran it in. So Berrios scores in the opening drive. So same as the last week. Now we're just weirdly rooting for a, a special teams touchdown. <laughs> Two or through the worst pick six I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Like early in the fourth quarter. And like, that was that, man. I mean, it was incredible. Wow. I didn't even get to see it happen. We were doing a white elephant gift exchange with my wife's family. I got like 15 phone calls. My dad called me. He goes, Ken, uh, I'm in your Discord. I don't really know how it works. It's, it's you know, a little over my head. He's like, I saw your one message that you needed a, a, a Jets defense for 100K. Like, did you just put 100K? I'm like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, put down the uh, pair of socks from the white elephant. You uh, you have some bigger fish to fry. Well, I, I was the last one to go. I stole I stole my wife's father's bottle of Fireball. That was my nice. gift. And then we uh, we we emptied the clip. <laughs> My goodness, good for you. I, a couple more, man. This is really great stuff. I appreciate it. You you mentioned something with your like your bankroll. You said that's sixteen hundred and change. Uh, you know, you had some extra to, to play with. You said might as well get it to hundred. That all checks out. Makes complete sense. I would have done the same. Um, you you hit a bet like that, a six figure bet. How does that change your bankroll now? How does that how does that change your strategy? I don't know if you're making five hundred hours worth of bets a week. Are are you keeping it that way? Are you going back? Are you like talk us through your your process if it changes at all after hitting a bet like that? I immediately immediately withdrew as much as humanly possible. So like I feel bad because I'm not trying to like brag. The hundred k feel bad. The hundred k hit yeah. dude was the cherry on top of already like the best Sunday ever. My other my other big play from that Sunday was Duke Johnson to score twice. So Duke Johnson gets his second touchdown. I hit that for 15 grand. I'm still again we're at my wife's house. We haven't started the white elephant yet. And dude, I'm telling you, like I'm going I'm going bananas. My Discord's freaking out. I'm like crying, man. Like, it was I was very very emotional because I just knew like one everybody hit this. It was 90 to one. Everybody in my community hit this. Like this like mm. this is awesome. Like yeah, and it really was. It's I was, a life like, changer. I was yeah. really just like in the best way, just overwhelmed with joy. Like I, I just, I knew this was going to be a really, really good thing. And then, and then the barriers thing hits like 15 minutes later. I'm just like, Oh, Oh, oh my God. So I, um, the second the, the, the money hit the account, I, I took out the, I took out 110, like, like I just, I don't even, I, I don't want it in there because I don't Is, is that a cage pickup or <laughs> what did you do there, man? Direct deposit, man. It, it, wow. it, it was, okay. it was, it, it was in my, it was in my account within probably, probably three days. And wow. then, you know, with my wife's supervision, it went right into the joint savings account sure. for, for the house, right? So I didn't yep. get to go buy the, the Bugatti, unfortunately. But <laughs> I, 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 didn't want it, I didn't want it to change my, my bankroll or, or betting strategy too much. Now, like, I, I had, like, 10 grand to play with, so I was maybe ripping it a little more sure. than I normally would. But I wasn't putting in more bets, and I wasn't really up in the ante too much. It was just, like, you know, an extra 100 here, an extra 100 mm -hmm. there. And I just like keeping you know, a good chunk in the account. That way, hey, if I can yeah. avoid having to deposit, yeah, that's that's a good thing. So I'm trying to just preserve that. And then that's like that, that's my baseline to now build off of again and, you know, keep flush until I hit the next one. Unbelievable, man. Good for you. Um, just one or two more for you. Dude, really quick. We'll... I feel bad, though, because yeah. you mentioned Ravel. I was – I actually – I've been sitting around debating if I tell this or not. I, I, okay. I have a really I – got, I've got the best story out of all of this. Please. So after a bear, after the bear, after the pick six and the bet hits, bet cashes, I'm going nuts. The ticket's green. I tweet it. I called Ravel. <laughs> you called him? 
I was I was hammered. I mean, because we've now been drinking Fireball for the last hour, partying like I'm like. So you've already been in contact with him, obviously. Then. I, I have, yeah. So we, we we've gone back and forth on Twitter a bunch, and then he was actually writing a story about I, I don't want, I don't want to slip it because I don't know if it's gone out yet, but it was something okay. that I had a lot of info on, and it was just like we've we've been friendly online. I've got his phone number. I've never blanketly called him out of the blue, but like I texted him a few times. I wouldn't say. Like we're boys, but I, I have his number I got because we he's talked. a good dude. He's, he's really good, good at that. He's a good dude, man. And, and I know he yeah. gets like I think his, his his reputation is a little bit polarizing just because of some of the ways he goes about things. But yeah, I don't think anyone would disagree. He's a great, great person. He's yes. been nothing but kind to me for the the little over a year that I've interacted with the guy. Like I got nothing but but love for Ravel, man. He's been awesome to me. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right. Well, obviously, I want I want him to retweet this. I just want him to see it. So I. I I, I, don't, I don't know. I was a little tuned up, so I called him. It's like, Kenny, it's Sunday. What? <laughs> that, that was it. What? <laughs> I mean, Darren, I'm really sorry. I don't want to. And I could hear like kids crying in the background. I'm like, Darren, I know it's Sunday. I know it's the holidays. I'm, I'm, I apologize. This is inappropriate. But dude, I think I just, I just changed the game. I'm about to break the internet. You gotta, you gotta go look at my Twitter. And he just went, Oh my, oh my God, man. He's like, Good, good for you. And then he retweeted it like 30 seconds later. But I did. I got. <laughs> I got tuned up and I, I called him and he in two rings out went, with Darren. He went, Kenny, what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, dude, that's great. All tuned up. Yeah, D Money, retweet what I just put out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's, what's up, bro? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. We, we still golf on Wednesday? Yeah, exactly. It's on me. Actually, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great, man. Good, good stuff. Um, all right. So you're a Philly guy and, uh, I want your thoughts on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and we can just throw in with this question. It can, I guess, be a two-parter. Eagles are 50-1 to one at Bet Rivers to win the Super Bowl. Now, I look at the futures market similar to, to betting golf, and, and I, I'm friendly with the, the founders of PropSwap, so I always have the PropSwap mentality in mind. I don't know how familiar you are with PropSwap, but I, I look for value and uh, with the intention of potentially flipping that ticket. So I see the Eagles at 50 to one. Uh, and if I think they're even capable of winning a playoff game, then I can maybe flip that for, you know, twice or three times your, your profit. Um, not saying that's what I'm doing, but just to lay that groundwork for you, your thoughts on the Eagles at 50 to one and how you bet the futures market and just talk about Jalen and the birds. So I love the Eagles at 50 to one for exactly what, for the exact reason that you just said one, like, like, let's start here. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Like, probably not. No. Do I think it? Do I think it, it's impossible? Like, they're going to they're going to squeak. You know, they've they've squeaked in. They're clearly you know top to bottom inferior to the teams of like the Packers and, and the Chiefs, right? There's mm -hmm. you can't really compare the two. If they play those teams ten times on you know in, in on any given Sunday, do they beat them? Maybe two at two three times out of ten. I I I really really think so. Yeah. There's not a single team in the NFC right now that wants to play this Philadelphia Eagles team and. I've been the biggest Jalen Hurts defender for the last, you know, year now. And I just, I, I don't understand what, what people aren't seeing. And the one thing that I, I think is probably the most important here is his salary. Like that, like the cost what of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, what salary? That <laughs> needs the, I'm sorry, that has to be fully baked in mm -hmm. to your evaluation of him as like the leader of your team and his, and his on-field production. Because outside of the New England Patriots, you, and, you know, in the Chiefs, because Mahomes became the best quarterback that's ever existed. And, you know, no one really saw how good he was going to be. But outside of those two teams, you look at the other teams over the last five, six, seven years that sort of appeared and made Super Bowl runs. And I look at, like, the, the Jared Goff 
early Rams. You look at the Russell Wilson Seahawks, you know, they, they had their, their back-to-back runs. And the two things that those, the one thing that those teams have in common is that they had a serviceable quarterback on a rookie deal, incredibly cheap, and they were able to afford everything else those teams needed. Russell Wilson was making like 300K a year, and they could afford the Legion of Boom. They could afford yeah. to go get Marshawn Lynch, and they could just steamroll teams. Jared Goff was getting pennies in the dollar, and they went out and got all the pieces they need to make that team good. Jalen Hurts is making like a million a year for the next two years. And for him to be able to get us to nine and seven with the decimated O-line we had to start the year with Devonta Smith and nobody else. And again, a defense that's been hot and cold and has certainly ramped it up in, in recent weeks here. Like, like, I think they're very much in the mix right this second. But this is a team that you make the right moves in the offseason should be in contention for the next year or two that he's that he's under this contract. And it just it drove me nuts there, despite the fact that, you know, the, the moral angle of Watson and what we don't know. Like Deshaun Watson, when people were talking about a potential move for him at the beginning of the year, like he's already making $28 million a year. Forget all yeah. the other uncertainties and the complexities surrounding his situation. It's just like that's not the recipe to go win a Super Bowl. I didn't think we were in win now to start the year. And I just I, I think this team has a whole lot more potential with a very cheap Jalen Hurts and a run game that just is – bulldozing people right now so i think from the value front it's there and then beyond that like what is not to love about this guy he is everything everything you want as your leader as the ambassador as the face of your franchise especially in philly especially in philly this dude is nothing but pure philly and just Mm -hmm. pure just goodness and yeah any criticism i just i it just i it, it blows my mind that there's like people in Philly media that have just whatever angle they can find to just go out of the way to criticize this guy. And it's yeah. like, dude, we're nine and seven. We're in the playoffs. And this dude is the truth. Like what's, what's not the love here. So 50 to one. I, I love it for the reason that you said, especially if they win their first game, it looks like it's probably going to be the Rams. Like more, more likely than not, we're probably seeing the Rams or Tampa. Rams right? or Bucks. Yeah. Who do you want to see out of those two? Yeah, it's a good question, man. Um, you know what? I, I've so if we if we rewind it to August or whenever Matthew Stafford officially went out to LA before the season started, everyone was on his jock strap and and just that whole story. And and I'm a Matthew Stafford like fan. I, I'm not a hater. He seems to be a great guy. He got the short end of the stick spending all that time for the Lions and that crap organization. Um, but I heard a lot of Matthew Stafford for MVP talk when talking about the futures market before week one, and I was like, dude. I'm I'm not sold, right? I think he could have a really good year. The team is legit. Um, but long-winded answer, I'm not sold on Matthew Stafford. And I ended up being a little bit right. I'll pat myself on the back whenever I have the rare opportunity. He has not looked good. He's throwing pick sixes. He's putting the ball on the carpet, fumbling it. Um, and they're still super dangerous. Cooper Cup is an alien in the best way possible. But I- I'm he's he's beatable right and tom brady and the bucks they're not the same team that was last year but i don't want to play tom brady in a playoff game like I, point blank period so i don't care if antonio brown is psychotic and gone i know the exactly. godwin tours acl like they're like both teams are way more vulnerable than they were six weeks ago but i, I yes. couldn't agree with you more and look I, I was on the stafford train i've always loved stafford um and then you know three weeks into the season you went oh this th- they might run away with it i mean yeah you know, some of the seam routes he's throwing and you go oh oh, oh okay uh-huh. this is this is what everyone yeah. was, was hyping up and talking about. And then you right. fast forward to today, and he leads the NFL in pick sixes, and he's got six interceptions in his last three weeks. He is hitting a wall at the worst possible time. Both defenses are solid. Both run defenses are solid. Tampa's is way better than LA's. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to play Tom Brady 
and a better run defense? Or do I want to go roll the dice, go against Stafford playing at the worst that he's been all season on almost like a neutral site? Like they're like LA. For is, real. It's not a home game. There's going to be more Eagles fans there than there are Rams fans. Absolutely, there will be. We, we, there, first of all, there's a ton of fans that already live out there, and then there's going to be, you know, a good bit that are going to travel out there, and you know, you take an excuse to go out to LA for the weekend. Right. So yeah, listen, LA is still a tall task, but if we're trying to pick the lesser of, of two evils, it has to be LA, right? It just I, has to be. I, I think I think so too. Uh, I, I, a lot of people are torn over this, but I, I pretty convincingly give me LA all day. Yeah, um, and I will admit to you, I've admitted it plenty. I, I was a Jalen hater i think in early on um but here's the thing like the three first round draft picks that we have coming up that has been it's a blessing but i think it's been such a curse for this narrative in the city because that has like skewed this conversation because it's well you you have this rare opportunity right now and if you have an opportunity to go get a, a franchise guy and that has clouded i think a lot of people's like vision and ability to to assess what we have right in front of us but here we are like over the past five six weeks this kid's completely won me over and i'll admit i was wrong like i, I don't know if how anyone can still hammer that point home of like being a hater on jalen hurts i mean just look at how he handled the railing fall after that game last week it, that, that says it all about this dude and and, and <laughs> i know we've got these graphics coming up luckily the quarterback class is pretty awful. Like, there, there's not like a glare. There's not a couple of glaring guys where, again, even incorrectly, you got people shouting like, "Oh, you know, hold out for this person." Even if there was, I just don't think. I don't think if you're Howie or anybody in the Eagles organization, like you let Wentz go, which I um I was all for that. Like, you know, not even to go down that rabbit hole, but like Wentz leaves, the Colts are in the playoffs. Hurts gets us to the playoffs this year. So you're telling me we, we've we turned our backs on two quarterbacks that got us to the playoffs in back-to-back -back years, and then we're going that, to – yeah, right. it's not good enough. Like, at, at some point, dude, you, you, you spend a second-round pick on the guy, just come out and publicly say he's the guy and keep it moving. Like, what are we talking yeah. about? Right. Just pat yourself on the back for, for grabbing him at 53 in the second round, and, and let's let's move forward with some uh, stability here for a minute. Um, like, I'm ready to call that. In. Like, I'm ready to now say that that, that, that was an excellent pick because what did it get us? It got us, a, it got us our franchise quarterback – Yep. on the cheap in rather lucky fashion it created a sure. qb cloud controversy that nobody really asked for last year but worked a, out hey i'll take it yeah it, it worked out how quickly things changed from that the day that he was drafted to to where we are today it's uh but it's they, no. we've made some pretty awful picks obviously we don't need to get into yeah. the wide receiver stuff but like, i think two of the picks that got crucified was the jalen hurts pick which we'll agree worked out and the amount of flack we got for dickerson that, that that may end up being the steal of the draft. I mean, if this dude stays healthy, this this was Definitely. the heart and soul of of a unbeatable Bama team for four years. I mean, this guy has like Hall of Fame potential, and we and would have if he doesn't tear his ACL in the SEC championship, he probably goes like fourth, fifth overall. So, yes. I, I think they did their homework on Dickerson, took a lot of heat for that pick, and that's going to end up being maybe the steal of that entire draft. Yeah, and that, that afforded you the the even more of the stamp of approval on Devontae Smith. So, yeah, that, that draft, those first two picks in particular, are, are game changers, franchise changers, dare we say, Kenny. Dare um, we say. Yeah. Dude, this, this has been awesome. I, I really appreciate your time. It went a little bit longer, but uh, I, I certainly had a lot of fun. I probably could do another 40 minutes with you. Um, before we before we officially end this thing, just, just put everything – out there that you have going on where the people can find you uh we touched on it throughout the convo but just to uh repeat it one more time yeah man so again i think my twitter's my twitter's up here it's just at kilkenny k-i-i-l 
K-E-N-N-Y. You are correct. It's uh, it's like a it's like a hybrid of like you know my name South Park. I'm Irish, and you know Kilkenny's like a like a town in Ireland. But I'm a I'm yeah. a huge South Park guy. And, and growing up, there weren't a whole lot of Kennys in pop culture. It was either Kenny McCormick and South Park, or you know Barbie <laughs> or Barbie and Ken. That was really all I had to work with. So I've been a, I've been a South Park guy through and through. So I thought the the Kilkenny angle so definitely it, it it covered all my bases. So I'm on Twitter there. Uh, my Twitch is the same at Kilkenny. Uh, I try to go live on Twitch. I don't really have a, a set schedule. You know, New Year's resolutions. I'm trying to do it a whole lot more than than I than at least I did in the last couple of months. But you know, I'm usually live. You know, middle of the day, a couple of days a week, just turn notifications on. And uh, and if you want to join, if you want to join my Discord, it's uh, it's twenty bucks a month. It's where I post all of my stuff on a, on a daily basis. And again, look, it's it's not for everybody. If you have if you have if you have a bankroll and you're a knowledgeable gambler. Like we've got a community here of just razor sharp people and more importantly, just incredible people, man. I mean, the Mooney gang has changed my life for, for the better. I've met just so many wonderful people that I otherwise wouldn't have met if this weird little online gambling world that I, that I kind of stumbled into didn't exist. So I'm just yeah. forever blessed to have the community and the support that I have. And, you know, just trying to keep it rolling, keep putting money in people's pockets and, you know, Keep it fun. It's all. It's what it's all about. It's what it's all about. I mean, Kenny, we we've obviously just uh, sort of gotten to know each other, but you you seem like a great dude. I'm happy for you, and I wish you nothing but the, uh, you know, continued success the rest of the way. Keep uh, hitting on those 100k parlays, and I'll try and uh, jump on the train with you here a little bit. So we'll we'll have to do this again in the near future, man. Thank you. Got it. I've, I've been staring at this this Bet Rivers future page for too long. I just I, I'm not going to be able to leave until I put some money on the Eagles at 50 to one. So you yes, that's. Uh, I, I am I am I am fully sold. Bet Rivers to the bank. Love it, brother. Thank you so much, man. There he is at Kill Kenny. Hashtag Mooney. All right, there it is. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I thought Kenny was awesome. He was entertaining, insightful. Uh, I thought we had a good back and forth. And uh, make sure you follow him if you aren't already following him. I'm sure a lot of the Mooney gang. Uh, gave this episode a listen, and I appreciate anyone who's listening to this episode slash podcast for the first time. Uh, if you would like to listen to more of the content we're putting out, subscribe, rate, review, follow. We're on all of the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Pods. Um, if, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E, you can find links to the daily episodes and links to all of the uh, podcast platforms that we're on on my Twitter page. So easy access for you there. Kenny was great. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll be back at it again tomorrow for another edition of the Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And until then, have a great rest of your day, everyone. Peace. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.